What's up? What's up? This your boy Mark Curry from Hanging with Mr. Cooper. But you know what? Now I'm hanging with the homie Popo, politicking. You know how he do self help hip hop. That's right. Say that again. Say that fast. Self help hip hop. That's what. That's what's up. He representing San Diego, Oceanside, anything with a beach. He representing. That's right. He's trying to preserve hip hop culture. You know what I mean? I like that because we need to preserve it. Because pretty soon the youngsters ain't gonna even know what it. You know what's up you know what i mean he's also introducing future stars so get at him he got a podcast he's deep he's po po you know how you do it po po politician you spell that that's p p p how we feeling peace out uh popolitikin.com welcome back to popolitikin.com your home for self-help meets hip-hop make sure you go to spotify apple music youtube type in popolitikin this summer, I interviewed since 2008, 1-2-1-2 in Place to Be with Romina. She's uh, the founder of the Queens of the Underworld. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt. I've been uh, following you for a little bit now, so you're doing something cool. So I just want you to kind of tell the listeners about what you do and your story. So it's okay. I'm let you lead the show today, so you just, I'm going to ask questions as you go. You know what? And as a little short stack... I got control issues, so I'll go with it. Um, I started Queens of the Underworld about three years ago because I felt adult, adult industry workers, hoes, cam girls, dominatrixes, anyone in the adult industry needed coping skills. And since I was in the adult industry most of my life, I never found that um, anyone really gave me guidelines on mental health on feeling good, on boundaries and self-soothing and stuff like that. That's such a marginalized group of people that is judged by everybody. So um, I started it. I started taking a bunch of trainings, a bunch of trauma trainings. I got meditation certifications. And I knew that I was going somewhere when I was interviewed by Playboy, like the first three months. Hmm. And I was like, oh, God damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Playboy. So I was like, okay, I'm on to some sh- I'm on to something. I really am. So that just motivated me to to get more trainings and do more work. And and now it's gotten pretty good. I'm really proud of it. How did you even get it? Like what so where was you at when you even decided to get into meditation and all that stuff? I've always been into meditation and yoga and stuff like that, even when I was um, getting loaded, getting high. So, and I knew that that worked for me. High anxiety, PTSD, a lot of trauma. My ACE score is nine, right? I know you, you know about the adverse childhood experiences, right? So mine's a nine. So my level of trauma is really up there, much like most adult industry workers. And um, I just knew that I needed, I needed, I needed to feel good, and, and I, I took whatever I could get, and that was like drugs and yoga mixed together at the same time. And then, as I got clean, right, it was just the drugs, but that, I mean, it was just um, the yoga and the mindfulness, but that still wasn't enough. I needed purpose that now, you know. So. So what are the things? Some of the, uh, some of your things you teach. Uh, let's see. I teach all kinds of stuff. My sessions are solutions based, um, because I'm not a psycho- psychologist, right? So there's, there's a limit to my scope of practice, right? I don't want to hurt anyone. So what I teach is 
uh, immediate coping skills, mindfulness, a lot of EFT, right? DBT style kind of exercises, self-soothing, stuff like that. Distraction techniques with clients. A lot what, of girls. Hmm. I would say, what? Um, who are some of your like favorites that you like to study? Like, do you have any teachers you study? You know what? I love, I have so many. My favorite one, right, I have two. And they're Buddhist. They're Buddhist, right? But they're like, they're just different. One is Josh Porta, and he's a neuroscientist. It's like with a master's in, I mean, he's, I don't even know his name. Josh Porta, he has a podcast. Teaches so much about the central nervous system. Um, and another one is his friend, Noah Levine who has a Buddhist meditation center here in San, well, I'm, I'm in Long Beach, but he has one in Santa Monica and he has these Buddhist retreats. Um, I mean, I think everything is a teacher, right? Mm -hmm. But right now those are my, my two favorites. Guru Jagat, who's a Kundalini teacher in Santa Monica also. So I'm really into the spiritual, but I don't like, it, it, like all that love and light bullshit, it's a little too fluffy for me, you know what I'm saying? So I like to mix that spiritual shit, but with reality and, and incorporate that. Mm. I call it all my lessons, co-edition. So spirituality, co-edition. Then like, you don't gotta say nobody's name or nothing, but can you like just give us uh, a, a example of some of your coaching sessions? It can be like, you know, not exact, exact, but just an example. Okay, so let's say I go, okay, what was the reason for your call today? And you're going to tell me, I don't know, what are you going through? Let me give you a session right now. Uh -huh. <laughs> tell me, do you got a problem? I can think uh, No, I ain't got no problem, but I mean. Uh, no, I, no, no, mentiroso. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so let's say, let's, <laughs> so let's say that one of my queens is like, earlier today, she was having trouble establishing boundaries in the lap dance booth. Mm. So this beautiful Puerto Rican girl from Jersey, right? She's a baby stripper in her twenties. And so she did a session with me. I'm like, okay, get your paper, get your pen. What is the problem? And she's like, well, when I'm doing lap dances, you know, guys put their fingers in me and I don't know how to say no. And, and I don't know how to, what to do when guys pull their dicks out. So I teach them boundaries. I teach them, ways to say no to protect themselves from further traumatizing their life you know what i mean i mean it's it's so random and varied i remember once a girl hired me for a 911 she was up in the momo smoking a joint with a trick and he robbed her and then she had an anxiety attack because her folks was going to beat her ass because she you know her her quota was gone so I had to talk her down from her anxiety attack so she can go back on the street and, and make make that money back up. Mm. So, I mean, it's it just varies. And they're so unique. There's never a boring day, ever. Okay. You can't even imagine. Yeah, I like that, it's tight. <laughs> so I, I mean, but even, even um, that's, that's the thing about it, like how do, how, how can women create boundaries like that when they're in that field? Cause I know like when they're in the industry, like, you know, most time they, it's a lot of abuse and stuff. So how can they create boundaries? Well, you can, I mean, there's only, look, I'm five foot tall. So how tall are you? 
like almost six foot. Okay, so if you were to attack me, there's obviously a limitation to what I'm capable of doing to protect myself, correct? Right. But there are some things here and there. Like I can, most trauma and PTSD victims, as you know, have a higher level, are hypersensitive. So they, you know, right? Oh, wide amygdala. So they're more in tune with warning signs, red flags. So I teach them about that. So I guess paying attention to red flags is really important. And that's a misconception that if you're in the adult industry, you can't have boundaries, right? I tell them not all money is good money, right? There's a difference. I mean, of course, there's a case system with like survival street workers on the bottom and dominatrixes and porn on the top. So the higher up the ladder, right, the more um, privilege you have. Right, so let's say you're a dope fiend hoe, you're pregnant on the street, and you need that fix, there's going to be, you're going to have less boundaries than the dominatrix that lives in the penthouse, you know what I'm saying? Or you're going to be able to establish your boundaries in a different way. Make sense? Mm -hmm. So definitely, anybody can have boundaries. Anybody can have boundaries, even in this industry. And then do you talk to the men too, or you just talk only to the women? I've had pimps hire me to teach their queen, their hoes boundaries and anxiety relief. Absolutely. Because hmm. I so, don't hate pimps. I love pimps. Okay, dope. So so what's what's next for you? What else are you working on? I hear like you're working on a book and a TV show and a movie and all no, that. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? It's the underworld. I'm not trying to be popular. If I, if I become popular with this shit, then I'm doing something wrong. You know what I mean? I want to keep it just, be, just you know, for my community. I'm not trying to do a talk show on hoes. I mean, it would be, a, <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know. What I'm trying to do, actually, is I work with, I'm CSEC certified, so that's engagement skill. I have to always read it. Engagement skills for working with commercially sexually exploited children. So, you know, one thing is that I don't tolerate is exploitation of children. So in the probably next year, I'm going to go into treatment centers and um, group homes and stuff and talk to underage kids that have been trafficked, teaching them about boundaries and stuff like that. But with my queens, I'm doing great. I live at the beach. Um, I have sessions all day. Word of mouth is spreading, you know. Yeah, I would say uh, you was kind of mentioning because you were saying it's like levels. I would say, what you think about that Epstein stuff? Cause it seemed like that's about to be some big, and that seemed yeah. like that was with some top people. So, yeah, and now that that French lady, his side chick, she got. They say she was, she was the groomer. She was the groomer, and you know there is it's not okay for anyone to fuck with a kid under any circumstance. You know what I'm saying? But what did they do? They they sought out impoverished, um, vulnerable, which anyone under 18 is vulnerable anyway, but they, you know, they specifically targeted abused, broken homes, poor little girls that, I mean, if you're already traumatized and over-sexualized and you're living in poverty and you, you know, you're razzled and dazzled by these mansions and these cars and all this stuff the answer is pretty easy you know what i mean 
Are you are you teaching like when you talk to the the women? Are you trying to tell them to get off the game, or are you just teaching them how to kind of elevate themselves? No, I never tell them that. If they want to, then I absolutely provide exit plans. But I accept everybody where they're at. That's why. That, I think that's why I'm doing okay. Is because, like I said before, I don't hate pimps. I understand the need for a hoe to have a pimp, right? Some people need that union, that that support, right? And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. I actually have a podcast episode called Guidelines on Choosing hmm. is when I talked to, one, you know, a beautiful little intelligent hoe and she told me how she picked her folks. Um, if they want out, I tell them what to do and I give them suggestions and, you know, stuff like that. But accepting people where they're at I'm the one to tell anyone what to do. I just help you deal with where you're at. If I hated pimps also, if I was telling them to get away from their folks or if I hated pimps, I wouldn't have their folks approval to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? And let's say there is that one little girl or that one hoe that is not happy with her folks and she needs to get out. She would be ashamed to talk to me because she's got folks. You know what I'm saying? So I just keep it very open, no judgment. I also refuse to be a court-mandated reporter. So everything stays between me and that queen and God. And then I was saying, so like, uh, I'll be trying to figure out why is it they like, you know, like in Vegas and stuff, you could have bunny ranches or even a lot of these sex parlors, you know, with the Asian stuff go down, but then it seemed like with uh like a lot of black males they're always the ones getting arrested mostly because they're black males yeah <laughs> you know, just, i don't you know, know people know but that should be pop new asians they got this shit on lock <laughs> yeah and you know any i mean you can't be black in america and, and and survive and and expect any uh respect uh treatment in any area of the life you know what i'm saying Statistically, being black in America, you're just getting it off from all over the place. So, more jail hoes, black hoes in 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 jail to get more time. They don't get let out. It's, I mean, everything. So, just don't get caught. Just don't get caught. Know, <laughs> you right. know, just don't get caught. Yeah, I know you got so a lot of merchandise you want to talk about. I saw your merchandise page. Yeah, I have some hoe gear. You know, some motivational hoe gear. I have all kinds of like beach towels and all my art is um, drawn by hoes and strippers. So everything that you see is made by someone in the industry. Mm -hmm. So what are some of your interests? My interests, um, shit, working. I like to work. I like to make money. I like to ride my bike in between sessions just to ground myself and you know what I'm saying, get, get, get settled again. I like going to the beach. I like going hiking. Um, I just like, you know, since I'm out of the life, I really appreciate calmness and just grooving. You know what I mean? I, I, I just like simplicity and I'm old too. So as you get older, you know, shit slows down. So I just like easygoing stuff. And what made you get out the life? I was old. I mean, I just quit. I, I was one of those that I quit dancing only two years ago and I'm going to be 46 hmm. in September. So I was holding, I just loved it. You know what I mean? Until I didn't. 
and I mean, I was taking trainings while in the last couple years of my, of my dancing and I was doing okay. It's just, you know, there's a limit. Do you have any, like, you had any close calls in your life? You know what? I've been really blessed. Hmm. Yeah. I've been, I've always been really street smart and sharp and really crazy. So, and I'm five foot, so I don't know. I've just been very, very blessed. I've always used my voice. I've had, I mean, nothing really crazy. That's, and it's a miracle that that's happened. I was usually the perpetrator in any kind of situation. Yeah, I had, I had, um, I saw your, your live the other day. Uh, I want you to share your story. I want you to share a story. You was talking about know your worth and how you charged the guy $50 to sit by you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want you to talk about that a little bit. So when guys go into, I just got banged, so I'm trying to get comfortable with them. So when I was dancing, like I was just fed up of it after a while and I just started being more dominant. I mean, I've always been very dominant anyway, but um, I was sitting at the bar. It was like my lunch break. I needed to take some time and I was eating and some guys like starts trying to talk to me um, and he tries to sit down. I'm like, what are you trying to do right now? He's like, I just want to sit and talk to you. I go, well, I'm eating. He goes, so I can't talk to you? And I said, well, there's a sitting next to me watching me eat, see? And he's like, what? And the bartender, she was like, she knew, how, everybody knew how I was. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> and she's like, for me now. And I'm like, there's a motherfucking sitting next to me watching me eat on my motherfucking lunch break, see? Uh -huh. And he's like, I go, he goes, how much is that? I go, $50. He get, and, she, and then the bartender goes, what? And he said, and it's only $50 fucking dollars. He sits next to me. I said, okay, thank you. And I start eating and I ignore the motherfucker. So, I mean, I used to have a lot of fun. I'm really good for some, whatever reason, I'm very good at it. <laughs> you know, but then you, I like how you you said men pay for anything, and I think I mean that shit is true. Like we pay for anything. They pay looking at feet and all that dumb shit. Well, and you know what? There's a website now where one of my queens does it. This bitch is really pretty. She's got hair down to her ass. She used to be a Playboy model, right? Her her handle is Princess Puncher Face. You can give her a call. I mean, you can send her a message for an out caller to see her videos. She gets paid, one of her little gigs is, she gets paid to ignore people. Mm. So dudes will be paying money just watching her ignore them. Like from the back, they don't even get to see her face. Mm. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's such a, I mean, there are so many little side hustles in so many ways that you can make money without even having to do whole shit. Yeah, always yeah. that uh, one question I ask the listeners, what's a, I know it's not a lot of money, but still, it's just for people that's listening. Um, what's a good way to flip $1,000 right now? What's a good way to flip $1,000? Yep. Um, I am not good with money and flipping money. I just stack. I just stack and I don't spend. Well, that's a, uh, people say that too. A lot of, that's an answer. People have been saying, if you don't lose it, then you can just keep it. Somebody said that. I've never been much of a gambler. You know what I'm saying? I really haven't. I and just like to keep, yeah, money. I mean, I work hard. 
especially making money and I'm making like I'm a square bitch now so making money you know my sessions are $65 an hour and it takes a long time to make you know what I'm saying to make regular money like I would if I take pictures with a client it's $1,400 an hour so my old ass still does that a couple times a month so when you compare whole life to reality there's no wonder why so many people stay in it for so long fourteen hundred dollars in one hour just to take some butt-ass naked pictures you know what i'm saying we, we are so spoiled uh. <laughs> we are so spoiled and then um do you have you you already gave us some stories but do you have any interesting stories that you want to share with the listeners it could be one story any story let's see a story <laughs> okay one time many 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 years ago my friend Devin says do you want to dance at a private party at the Beverly Hills bungalows and I said okay so I walk in there and I had a yellow <laughs> I had a baby yellow 79 Coupe de Ville her name was that bitch she was so pretty and I pull up to the Beverly Hills Hotel bungalows and I walk in and there's Heavy D and the boys Dr. Dre Mike Tyson and I'm like, and it was like an orgy. And I'm name dropping. This is 20 years ago. <laughs> Who gives a shit? And I walk in there and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like Caligula. It was like everybody was fucking. It was, it was crazy. And, um, and I didn't hook up with anybody that night. It was just too much going on for me. And I, I, left I went outside and I'm like how the fuck do I get out of here and I, I saw this guy his name was Ebone and uh, he ended up being my sugar daddy so Ebone if you're listening to this I miss your ass <laughs> and uh, I, I need I want you back so um, I asked him I'm like, how the fuck do I get out of here that shit is it's just too much for me in there and uh, he told me how to get out and I, I gave him my number but there it was some wild wild, wild shit when you know back in the day oh. So I got to meet Mike Tyson and Dr. Dre and Heavy D. <laughs> no, a, none of these kids even know who Heavy D is these days. You I know, know what right? I'm saying? But they, but it was a big deal back then, you know. I say, are you a fan of like hip hop and R and B? Of course. Who's some of your people you like? Oh my God, my my son's father is a b boy from Brooklyn. Okay. Okay. So. All of that stuff, you know, digital underground. I mean, I like all that stuff. Uh, just the fear. I even, you know, I don't even know. But a, a lot of dance hall, all anything, really, that's just groovy and, and old, right? All right. What would you like to say to your fans and supporters? To my supporters, um, I love you kids so much. Not, not all good money is, is uh, not all money is good money um what else um respect hoes stop trying nickel and dime hoes right they're offering services that you cannot get from your girlfriend or your wife so just tip Before, them yeah I know, right? right that's what the hoes are there for right that's what hoes are there for to do the stuff that your significant other is thinks is nasty they keep your secrets and they don't want to be with you <laughs> you know what i'm saying so appreciate that 
appreciate them. They're doing all the shit that your wife won't do. But don't don't some try to cross the line? What what if like the customers do try to get with you? You just don't do that. What do you mean? Like the like let's say like the trick ends up wanting to get with the the girl. I mean, of course it happens. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I never happened to me. I was just asking. <laughs> I see. All right. Well, say thanks for coming through politicking with me. That was very quick. Okay. Very nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah, I appreciate everything you do. That's really cool. It's helping people out. You got to keep doing that. Okay, I will. Send all your hoes my way. All right, what's your social media? It's Queen's Got Skills. The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.